Yo, what's up everyone? I'm back on live. Uh, it's been what seems like forever, but just wanted to, uh, to check in with everyone. I have since set up my Christmas tree. Uh, we've been posting, I've been posting some of the uh, podcasts now on YouTube. Uh, recently I had uh, Lee Mashmeyer from Chobani, Leland Mashmeyer. Uh, that was a great, great episode. So good to catch up with Lee again, um, as well as Steve Geralt. We talked about all things uh, garage learning. And uh, it's been really kind of fun to reintroduce uh, the video component of things. I am working on my portfolio and holy crap, uh, I recently went back through uh, all my old work. I had to dig through all these hard drives and I've been getting some great feedback from some friends about what to improve and what to change in my book. And um, one of the things was to get some of those HD original images. So I had to go back to like 2015, uh, 14 in some cases to find the original images. And wow, my work used to really, really suck. Um, and I kind of just wanted to talk about this today because uh, for anyone out there that's just starting out, that's your, your first year leaving school, uh, your, your work might suck and you may not even know it because I personally thought that my work was off the chain, the best thing that ever happened. It was an atrocity that they didn't give me a job right away. I should have been working at the best agencies in the world and oh my God, my work was terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Um, so it's been kind of uh, like a trip down memory lane. In some ways it actually kind of made me like sad in a way because it reminded me of all those early freelance jobs that I worked at where I didn't make the cut and I was all like excited about things but um, Definitely eye-opening to see how far I've come with my work. Like I'm not still overly thrilled with my skill set where I'm at now, but I'm at least proficient in a lot of different things, and um, my my toolkit has definitely expanded. I don't know that, that the work itself has gotten that much better, but what I'm able to do uh, has certainly improved a whole lot because that early stuff was really really rough. So um, I know that patience is something that's kind of annoying to. to here, but going back to that work and realizing how every year, every month, every project kind of has turned into something that's kind of legit is really amazing. But yeah, and honestly, it's been so hard to find motivation um, in these uncertain times, but it really has been, you know, because um, I, I, I get the impression like not a whole lot of people are hiring. I think initially there was kind of like that initial bounce back, but not that many people are hiring right now, um, and it's you know working at home and not kind of because I would have these periods where I'd be like wildly inspired, you know, going into New York City. Like I remember when I worked at AT&T, I would always see um, you know like Rockefeller Center and all that like Art Deco, beautiful architecture, and I'd be so inspired. Or when I worked at the Hershey Company, I would pretend I would. <laughs> this is really embarrassing, but I would put um, my headphones in. And I would pretend that I was like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, like if you want to view paradise, and like look around. And I would go and take like long walks. No one ever knew where I was, but I would actually just like sit out on the lawn where the original Hershey's Chocolate Factory is. There's like these big stacks, and I would listen to Gene Wilder. So I had. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but I had these big bursts of inspiration that informed my work even though my technical skill set was not there yet. So to be home in quarantine staring at these same, you know, 
four walls and this beautiful Christmas tree, which is pretty damn good looking if I do say so myself. Let's get that a little bit more in frame. I'm dreaming of a one. Sorry. Um, now I'm home and trying to stay motivated and fire myself up. It's hard. And uh, in some ways, I feel like my work has not progressed all that much, but this is really the first time that I've honestly taken inventory of all the work that I've made and, and tried to make it better. And I've been having really great conversations with people whose opinions I value and I trust, and I'm getting as much feedback as possible, which is important to do. Um, and that kind of helps to infuse some optimism into this sort of weird situation where I'm struggling to find work, admittedly. There, I said it, I'm struggling, okay? I need this job. You know in, uh, in Good Burger where like Keenan, no, Kel gets fired, and he's like, I need this, no, it's Keenan. Keenan got fired. I need this job, I need this job. That's the vibe. That's the vibe I'm feeling right now, applying for jobs in the time of COVID. Um, but it's good though. It's gonna make me a better designer. I'm having fun with it. I went to Michael's the other day. I got a whole bunch of art supplies. Um, so seeing that work from just like four or five years ago and seeing how bad it was has actually given me a great deal of hope that I will continue to get better. And I'll probably look back on the work that I'm making right now and be like, yeah, dude, that's why I didn't get the job because your work sucked even then, even right now in this moment, it still sucks, you know? Like I'm good at podcasting and talking to people, but my skills as a designer, they need to come up, they need to level up. But I have leveled up every year, little by little. It's just when I started out, it was so bad, so bad. Um, if you have anybody that you want to, to see on the show, let me know and I'll try to make it happen. Uh, there's a couple of people I'm trying to manifest and trying to rope them in. So if you follow this page and you know these people, put in the good word for your friend Rob. Okay, Lewis House. I watch his podcast all the time. I love the episode with Chase Jarvis and Andy Puttacombe from Headspace. Your Headspace, by the way. I love you guys. I wanna work for you. I wanna do Headspace and then work at Headspace. Feel me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I added like the entire company of Headspace, so this is gonna be really embarrassing when they see this. Um, I'm also trying to have some ridiculous guests, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden you're gonna like open up your phone and it's gonna be like, Jimmy Fallon is on the next episode of Meet the Create. I don't know why Jimmy Fallon was the person, but I don't know. Somebody really cool, you know what I'm saying? And I'm working on the uh, Meet the Creatives medium series. It's gonna be a whole lot more legit, sort more of like an editorial kind of feel to it. Think like New York Times Magazine, The New Yorker. By the way, I ordered my ADD all over the place. I'm okay with it. I'm rocking and rolling. That's why I'm here on live. I ordered, underrated, getting the actual physical paper. I got the New York Times, which my conservative dad's going to have a heart attack when he hears me say that, but I don't give a shit, dad. I got the New York Times. The New Yorker is now coming. It's amazing. When it shows up, there's all this different stuff. At home, on Sunday, you're just chilling, low-key, quiet at the house, reading the at-home section of the New York Times on Sunday, pretending that I'm Don Draper. That's life, baby. That's living the life. Get the paper and read it in front of your old school Christmas tree, which I don't know if you can see. Right there, I have the, the bubbler candles. They, not, uh, not candle, candles, but like the little bubbler things, old school, mid-century modern. You have that with like the Sunday paper of the New York Times with like a nice coffee with some like Chobani creamer in it and a little bit of sugar. Mix that shit around. Woo! 
Give me challenge on. The Quinn Field says, right on. Order the paper. This is not an ad, but the New York Times. If you want to sponsor this podcast, let me know, son. You give me that subscription for free. We'll do every episode. This episode of Meet the Creatives is sponsored by the New York Times. Sorry. That's it. I'm signing off. My phone is dying. I purposely got on here with, like, uh, no battery, but this tree is ridiculous. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. By the way, I must say that but this looks really good behind me, but I live in, like, a very – it's nice, don't get me wrong, but a very modest, small condo, one-bedroom – but I look like behind me, like I'm rich, rich. And I have leveled up for my old apartment. I lived in that sort of like brownstone apartment kind of thing. And it was like, eh, kind of weird. Good view, but gross at the end of the day. But this place is beautiful. But if you're watching this and you're like, damn, he's got his money right. Uh, I don't at all. But I one day, I will. When I get a job at Headspace. Or the New York Times. What's up, son? If you're looking for a subpar graphic designer, I'm your man. I've said too much already. But I like this though. This feels good, intuitively. Feels good. The moral of the story today is things take time. I used to suck. I didn't know that I sucked. Then I was better than that. And I was like, wow, I'm getting better. And then one day you'll look back on all your early work and be like, that, that is why I got fired. And then one day you're gonna get the bag that D-Speed said, okay. I'm officially, officially leaving goodbye. Don't, by the way, don't look at my portfolio. It is a shit show. Don't look at it. It's all fucked up. Some Squarespace things are weird. I've got like those weird pages. Don't look at it. But go to meetthecreators.org. Learn more about this little podcast, which is just me rambling to myself. But it's weird. Goodbye.